Alright folks, we're back again this week. This Today we are going to talk about Avengers. If you can't figure by what the, why I put the title in the description, that we are talking about spoilers and all that shit. So if you think we're not going to spoil the movie, haha, joke's on you because I'm going to talk about everything. So as always, I am Dan. And this week, he is the ice block keeping my Captain America fresh, Anthony. Hey, <laughs> How you doing, Anthony? I'm <laughs> pretty good. Uh, actually feeling a little bit of relief now that I don't have to wait for Endgame yeah, any exactly. longer. So. <laughs> and this week we're pleased to announce, I know the last couple of shows, uh, not shows, episodes, we had some bad sound, so we actually have a new sound guy. His name is Pete. So Pete, why don't you say something? Pete, say something to the mic, Pete. We're paying Pete good money, Anthony. We're paying Pete good money. <laughs> Maybe we'll see about getting Pete talking at some point, but let's go on. So, Anthony, how, how how's your week been, Anthony? First, before you do anything else, uh, pretty good. Uh, let's see here. Got some uh, Age of Sigmar painting done. Just kind of still working on shading and uh, getting more paints under my sleeve. And the Age of Sigmar, that's your your minifigures, right? Yeah, that's okay. the uh, the Warhammer series that I'm uh, currently attempting to paint. Okay. <laughs> And then maybe as we go on, we'll, we'll take some pictures because I have the Facebook group page where the fuck it is. Oh yeah, I had that. I have that going. I haven't posted anything to it, so hey, maybe if anything, we can start posting some of those pictures. Start there. posting, uh, yeah, we'll start posting high scores and uh, exactly. all that good stuff. We'll, we'll, we'll do something with that. I don't know what, but well, yeah, down yeah. the road. Yeah, he does a good job for Pete. Thanks, Pete. <laughs> um, how, how about you, Dan? How was your week? Uh, it's, it's been pretty busy. We've been getting ready for the kid, all that other kind of shit. So, I did start a new game ish. Well, unfortunately, I am playing Minecraft a little bit because it's, it's, oh, no. it's, it's on Game Pass for free. So, oh, right. but I am just about Delta too. So I'm going. Eh, you don't really do too much. I saw somebody was playing the Minecraft in VR for like 24 hours <laughs> straight or some I saw, garbage. I saw that too. Thinking, <laughs> that looks terrifying. I. <laughs> The reason I want to play is because I watch uh, Achievement Hunter every now and then, and they'll do their stuff with Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Achievement Hunter, if you don't know, is part of Rooster Teeth, all that shit. Okay. They're pretty funny guys. They don't play games good, so they're oh. just like me. So Sweet. But they've always played, so I'm thinking, oh, what the hell, why not? So I'll give it a try, and I'm done with it. And you're done with it. <laughs> but uh, yesterday I took the wife over to Best Buy, and we were looking to see if, if we can get her playing any games on the Switch instead of playing on her phone all day. Wait, so there's still Best Buys around? Surprisingly, yes. Oh, wow. I'm so, uh, oh. She ended up buying for herself a game called Little Dragon's Cafe. Just think of Harvest Moon, but it's a you own a cafe. Do they have? They don't have a Harvest Moon on Switch yet, do they? Not yet. I I think it's coming out soon. Okay. But there is Stardew Valley on the Switch. Oh yeah, that's like a, I I've heard good things about that. I, mean, I have I played it's, the, the Harvest it's a, it's a good Moon, game. but I haven't done the straw. Okay. If you ever play, get on Switch, and then I'll play with you because there's, there's that multiplayer too. Oh. Hmm. But I am getting for myself a game called Moonlighter. Moonlighter. It's a one of those roguelike games. There's a game. Came out a couple years ago called Rocketeer, mm-hmm. Rocketeer, whatever the fuck it is. Basically, you, you just can't do no off Rocketeer game. You go into a dungeon, you fight monsters, and you sell items in a shop. Okay. Upgrade your shop, go through more dungeons, sell more items, blah blah blah. Sweet. Cost thirty bucks. It's actually a very fun game. I enjoy it. The graphics are very cute-ish. I want to say like sprites or something. Yes. Okay. But there's sprites, but there's love in it. You, you, you could definitely tell people someone put their effort into this game. Sure, it's a very good game if you have the time and look up something about it. called Moonlighter. So, 
Probably wait for uh, the Steam summer sale. Or yeah, it could be. Oh, it's yeah. it, I'm I'm sure it's on Steam because all roguelike games are on Steam. Which have you played uh, Enter the Gungeon? No, but I've heard and seen. I've seen people playing it. It looks pretty cool. I think they're done with it now. But oh, they've I, stopped adding. Uh, I think they just did the last one. Okay. Uh, I'm not too sure, but I also have that's also on the Switch too. Oh, it so is. I yeah, I think I have it on my Switch now because. Oh. It plays really well. I, that was a good bathroom game. So, oh man, well, speaking before we get into the meat and potatoes, I wanted to bring this up. Did you see the Persona R like official gameplay trailer stuff? Persona R, Persona S, R the Royal. Yes, where it actually shows the new town and the new character. I saw parts of it. It's, 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 I saw it briefly on Friday. Well, here's what I'm gonna say. It's I, I watched it at work because there's nothing. Oh work, yeah, works a little slow right now. Sure. So I watched, I watched it there, and I'm thinking, oh, I should probably watch this at home where I can actually hear it and not have Japanese playing all over the place. I just wish it was subtitled, because I don't understand yeah. that. But, I mean, I, I can get the gist of it. It looks like you're playing pool with uh, your that, friends that, that, now. That looked pretty cool. And it uh, looked like there's new, like, uh, potential combos. Like, it showed uh, that one chick uh, with the cowboy hat and Morgana. They didn't like some kind oh, of Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I just talked about, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, oh, that was that looks so pretty it's, sweet. And I know there was a couple combos you could you could do, but nothing was that it was that. Flashy. It was always with Joker. It was, it was always with Joker. It was always with Yeah, so I thought it was interesting I, that there'll be a I mean I, I plan on getting it. I wish Persona Five S was the actual Persona Five coming to the Oh Switch, yeah, that a Muso game, but yeah. I, I still like a, a good Muso game. So as long as you can play as I imagine you can play as all the Phantom Thieves, but yeah. then that's only like what six characters ish. I'm sure they could do more. Really, if they, if they really wanted to. As long as you can be the Doctor. <laughs> oh, I wish. I mean, really, they can even do DL, uh, DLC with past Persona characters because oh yeah, Persona yeah, Five yeah, does that's... happen, I believe, either during or a little bit after Persona Four. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, they're kind of in the same uni. Mm-hmm. Really? Because huh. I mean, I th- I think. Hyrule Warriors didn't have that big of a cast. Oh. But eh. I didn't was, play was, that. It looked interesting. But I think I played it for about a week and I just stopped. Yeah. I much preferred though that the Gundam Moose, the Dynasty Warriors. Oh, Gundam. yeah. That was a good one. That was freaking sweet. I think, yeah, I still had, that was like one of the first PS3 games I got because it was like, yeah. That was a good game. Yeah. Well, I think we should start. Let's go right into what everyone's here for, I guess. Not no. the main title of the podcast. They don't want to hear about us, but let's Ooh. hear. Let's talk about Avengers Endgame. So, I know me and you have been keeping what we thought about the movie from each other. It's the same for today because hey, makes it better. It better talk that way. Yes, I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was magnificent and a good uh, end of an arc. If we had the time towards the end, because we can't go too long, I, I rather I like to see how you felt now that the whole this whole thing is now wrapped up. There is more Marvel going on, but we'll get to that later on. I that was the one thing that uh, was a conversation I had with the one person I saw uh, or went with um, that like what's next? I mean, they don't they did not set up anything, and they still have another movie in Phase Three, which is. Spider-Man Homecoming, mm-hmm. which I thought that was kind of funny. They started marketing that before Endgame yeah. came out. But uh, I don't know if you read recently. They've, they're now saying with the next phase, which I believe is going to be co- the cosmic stuff. Oh, they're going to go yeah. full... But wasn't Infinity still kind of cosmic enough? Uh, but it, it, was, it was more on, on Earth still. So I think it's they're going to be going to other planets and shit like that. Maybe. Huh. I don't know. 
But they, uh, Kevin Foggy had, did say the movies will not be linear like like how they work now, because there is going to be a Black Widow movie. Yeah, and we will talk about why that's that's weird here in a little bit. But he said the movies going forward are not going to be linear in a, in a linear fashion. So they could be twenty years ago okay. in the future. Yeah, this happened over here. Yeah, because they're supposed to do the Eternals movie, which I don't really know that much about the Eternals. I'm not looking forward to that one, to be honest with you, because I mean they dropped the Eternals pretty fast, anyways, in the comic books because you really don't hear about them. Thanos <laughs> is, is is an Eternal essentially. Oh, but that's about it. Really, is the only one you really hear about. Yeah, there's there there other people, races and builders and engineers. The race, I, I think that's the name of the people. But we'll we'll, we'll do that in a different podcast though. Cause sure, that's just oh. But let's just talk about Avengers. So it starts off with I and I believe if I'm right with Tony Stark and the ship. No, right? it starts no. the. It, <laughs> This was the worst part about the movie. It starts off with uh, Hawkeye and his family. He's oh, okay, yeah. Teaching his daughter how to shoot a bow or whatever. Yeah. And so, you see the whole family. And, like, as soon as you see that, like, me and my buddy were like, oh, come on. Because you know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's like, it's, you guys are really going to hammer this one down, huh? You guys couldn't just say his family disappeared. Taking- well, I mean, it does add gravity to the situation. Although, it did kind of confuse me because it's like, that happened, like, okay, yeah, you know, spoiler... Uh, you know, he's shooting uh, arrows with his daughter. He tells his daughter to go get an arrow. Uh, he's all of a sudden, he's like, oh, where did the daughter go? And yeah. then turns another frame. And then he notices all of his family's gone. And you see a little bit of dust. And then you see him kind of, like, wander off, like, whistling for his family. And it's just like, well, because he doesn't go. Well, you end up finding out he doesn't go straight to the Avengers compound. Yeah. It's like, why wouldn't you go go to your buddies and go, hey, hey, what's, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a couple plot holes in the movie, but I mean, they're suspension of disbelief. You can just go. Eh, I'm not okay. saying that there was a plot I, hole. I'm yeah. just saying that you would think that he would, because yeah, exactly. instead of going to the route that he does, which which he might have. I know they, they did a lot of this. A lot of things in this movie were done off screen. Yes, which we'll get to it here in a second. But yeah, next. You lead into the, the uh, Tony Stark and, and Nebula work, yeah, playing Nebula. paper football on the ship. I, I do say they uh, definitely worked Nebula's character a lot better in this movie. To the point where she actually has character. Yeah, so they, they added a lot more depth to her instead of like the maniac psycho that's trying to kill Gamora yeah. or the uh, Guardians. Because I've always been a fan of uh, Karen Gillian. Gillian. I'm not sure. sure how to say her name. She know. was uh, Amy Pond in Doctor Who for a little while. Did not... Did not know. Okay. I used to watch Doctor Who back in the day. Not so much anymore. But (laughs) uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, It was weird seeing Tony Stark all of a sudden. Actually, actually, I take that back. He didn't give up the whole time. He wanted to come back. He he kept going until pretty much he was... Out of supplies. Yeah. It was... Because what? They were in two weeks in space or something like that? No. uh, 21 days. So three weeks. Oh, yeah. So that would have been three... Oh, yeah. To the point where he's trying to give Nebula food she passed and she stops and gives it back to him. Yeah. That was... That was a nice thing, but I don't think she needs to eat. Yeah, I don't think she she needs as much food as Tony Stark does. Yeah. Now, it was neat seeing all of a sudden Captain Marvel coming in. That was very interesting, but a very convenient... uh, Yes. Which is what I kind of assumed was going to happen. Sure. Because the one thing I found funny was people keep asking me, do you see Captain Marvel before coming to see this movie? I mean, really? No? 
No, but, you'll get a more feel for her because she's not even featured very prominently in this movie. But that was the only way you can tell that she knew how to go find Tony Stark. Was, hey, we need someone to go do this. Push the button and that's that, that giant help that she, she brought to the team. But I was going to say it was very convenient that she was en route to Earth. The same route that Tony Stark well, was. I don't, I, don't, I don't think that was the case. Because no. if you go by the, the, uh, the scene at the end of uh, Marvel... They the buttons the the are going off and then it just stops uh-huh. and then she peers behind them. I think they tell her, "Well, here's our man that would that fought for Thanos essentially on uh, t- the moon of Titan." I believe. Oh wait wait wait! So you're saying that the the Captain Marvel scene at the end actually does take place before? Really? I think I'm sorry. Let me back that up. I think that happens right after the snap. They find the pager on the floor. Sure, and then, then they, they take it back to their base. They're trying to figure out what the fuck, is, what the fuck does it mean? Oh, it's she gets back to Earth. Off, and then she comes back to Earth. But they didn't know Tony was coming back to Earth. I'm guessing they, someone thought something could maybe, maybe rocket. Maybe, maybe because it was a ship, but so this, this, yeah, this is where we go. Suspension of disbelief. I just go, sure, why not? Sure, okay. Or maybe there was a, a distress beacon and because it seemed like they, 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 whatever. Okay, so yeah, Captain Marvel takes Tony back to Earth. Yeah. Whatever. It, it was it was surprising to see him in that malnourished state. That was interesting because they it looked real because yeah. he was like skinny. Well, I was wondering if did they use a like, did, did, did they do the help the Captain America method where they had the skinny scrawny guy with probably because it's I was trying to see possible CG for the face or anything, but I didn't see anything. Yeah, but then he looks fine later on. Cause, well, later on was five years later. True, but for shooting wise though. Because if he was that scrawny during the shoot, because that movie doesn't take place. So, mm-hmm. Well, they don't shoot the movie over over five years. Well, no, yeah. It was clearly yeah. CG or something. Because I, I was trying to see any bad CG to it, but I was surprised there wasn't. No, it's not a DC movie. You can't... <laughs> That's true. There was no fake mustache taken off. Yeah, it's yeah. not a DC. They, they actually spent more than $5 on their CG. Though, so. when they bring Tony Stark back, you actually feel for him like how... Like he just feels so defeated. Yeah, and like, yeah, because he does feel betrayed by Captain. Because it's like, yeah, you said we would fight together and go down together, but and you weren't there and you didn't show up. Yeah, you weren't. Yeah, we were fighting, and but then again, it's not like Tony wasn't just about to call Captain America exactly. about the situation. So he had the phone. Uh, in his hand. He had the phone in his hand. I forget how it was knocked out of his hand, or I think he, he, just, he, he dropped it. Pocket, so. Yeah, it fell out of his pocket when like. Because he was about to dial it, and all of a sudden, like they hear the ship coming into Earth to get the time stone or whatever. Yeah. So uh, it's, but I mean, it it, it it you did kind of feel for him because uh, there was a lot of emotion where, yeah, he did feel betrayed, and you know, the whole Civil War stuff was never resolved, yeah, or true. even brought up until this point because they this was the first meeting of the two. Which I might bring that up later on because I was thinking about that as I was leaving the movie, thinking. What happens with that stuff now? Because in the comic books, they still have that effect going on, but everyone just goes, man, fuck it, whatever. Yeah, and just be a superhero without registering yeah. or whatever. I think the point where they just go, fuck it, or, or they eventually said, oh, Congress overturned it or something like that. Sure, Who sure. Who knows, but uh, whatever. Yeah. Comics. Whatever. Uh, so we get to uh, the team assembling again. Minus, oh, minus Tony Stark finding... No, I'm sorry. They, they, don't, they don't find Thor yet because Thor is there. 
they're all in the Avengers base. Yep, and they decide Avengers to go Captain after. Marvel. Yeah, and they go to where Thanos is playing Farmer. Yeah, so the and garden. They find him because they detect the energy of the Infinity Stones being on used one planet two days ago or something. So they go, they go there to meet Thanos and. First, I want to say it's. I was surprised how not scrappy fire, kind of MMA style, MMA style fighting Cat Marvel does. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, man, she was on Thanos like a goddamn spider monkey. She was. But I, I, I mean, was surprised by that thing. Thing, holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> man, where was this in the movie? Right. I would love to see that. Yeah, she just kind of she didn't really do anything that. I, 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 I'll, I'll say in this movie. She actually has charisma in this movie. Yeah. Which is completely weird because this is the first time she's actually technically Captain Marvel in the MCU universe while being filmed. Oh, they filmed yeah. her spots, first spots before, in this. Yeah, before, before they movie. did. So, yeah. So, she did. I, I liked her a lot better in this than her own movie. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, she keeps this kind of character going. Yeah. Not like the wet cardboard. I hate, Which I hate to say, but... Eh, whatever. Come at me, I don't care. So, with the Avengers there, they hold Thanos down, they immediately grab the gauntlet. Uh, Thanos about to do something with his gauntlet. Try, try, probably try to snap again. No, he didn't have any of the Well, it's, it's, I think he was going to try to do something, or he, they thought he was trying to do something. He thought he was going to do something, then Thor chopped his arm off. After uh, Banner and the Hulk are bust out of the floor, yeah. grab the arm, thinking, what the fuck? How the hell did he hide that goddamn suit of armor under the house? Uh, he must have had a drill uh, yeah. equipment. I mean, I'm not complaining, but I, I just I just thought it was funny that he had to crawl on the ground, the big, huge Hulkbuster arm, right. to get under there. This will get they get in there. Thor comes in, chops the arm off, and then chops the head off. I well, was first aiming, I was well, aiming for the head. Well, first they 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 uh, they talk about oh hey where's the stones because you know obviously they want to undo it and you know Thanos is like hey get rid of him yeah, in he, which he which is, this is why he's in a weakened state because yes. he, he he uses the stones to destroy the stones yes and completely uh, atomizes it which leaves him in like I said a weakened state his arm you see visible scarring on his half his face on his arm the glove is now wielded to not wielded Welded to his arm essentially right? yeah it's like melted yeah it's yeah. all from all the destruction of the gems or whatever and it's it was just weird seeing here's the guy who wanted to destroy half the what I guess not destroy he wanted to bring balance bring balance and it's weird to seeing this Thanos with the Thanos compared it did at the end yeah but there's a reason because right. it, it technically is two different Thanoses of well, well we'll get to that down the road here but this Thanos was at peace for what he did. He was... He was finished with his mission, yes. which was really interesting because, you know, up until then you saw him as this, you know, power-hungry, like, I need to do this, yeah. you know, unstoppable force. But when you see him at the beginning of Endgame, it's like, eh, I already did what I needed to do. And it's like he didn't even really care that the Avengers were there to yeah, pretty much. kill him. Because honestly, they couldn't do anything about it yeah, at that point. And he was, he, was dead, he was dead set on his mission. I'm here to do this. Let's get it done. I'm out. Yep, and that's what he did. No, I, I, I did that, 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 the callback of I was aiming for the head. Yeah, he's like, I went for the head. Which it's like, well, what are you gonna do with the guy? You gonna like put him in jail? It's yeah, like pretty much. So, yeah. So whatever. Then then you get like which I thought was like the biggest like holy crap moment where it's like 
five years later. Because yeah. then you get to the time skip, and it's like, oh, holy crap, so the world's been like this for five years. It, it, it's... It was nice to see them do the callback for Captain America because it's probably with this I'm gonna focus on Captain America because well he's one of my favorite characters and I think he's been done really well in yeah, the Chris, movies. <clears throat> yeah, Chris Evans has done and, a fantastic. Except the first movie, the first movie was kind of yeah, shaky, but yeah. Civil War and Winter Soldier. Winter oh, Soldier are, is Winter still Soldier is still, still, still one of my favorite ones. Yeah, but uh, <clears throat> you see Cap in the support group. With one of the directors. And funny enough, the director's daughter, one of the director's daughter, uh, Lindsay Russo, is actually Hawkeye's daughter. Oh, and one of the doctor, the one of the guys in the support meeting was the director. I don't know if it was Anthony or Joe Russo. Yeah, it was, it was one of the Russos, and I believe there was somebody else there what, that was either in the comics that created Thanos or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah, I, it's, I read what it was, but I can't remember, and I don't want to figure out who it is. Sure. Because I'm lazy, and I don't care. doesn't really matter, but yeah, yeah. the callback to the whole support group, yeah. which kind of made sense. Because it's, it's, it's nice to see Cap still trying to get out there, even though he's not fighting. He wants to help better everybody, to, 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 to support whoever we can, especially, uh, I assume, war veterans. Yeah. That's what, what what I got from that was, was, was veterans. And so it's, it's nice seeing him trying to help out and give people a reason to go. Yeah. Though the I whole Captain America MO. I am surprised no one's trying to be, uh, they're trying to enforce political bullshit, whatever. Because with uh, either Joe or Anthony Russo, he's talking about how he, he, his date was, was a guy. I'm surprised no one's really said anything about that. I didn't even really notice that. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it was subtle. Wow. And which... Wow. If this is kind of like the stuff people are putting in the movies, hey, I'm all for it. Don't, yeah. Don't beat you over the head with it. Sure. It's, it's act like it's actually a normal way of life. Right. So, yeah. Don't, I don't make re- it a big thing. Just make it like any normal thing. And, hey, I actually found that pretty refreshing. Sure. Um, going on from there. So, I forget how it starts off with them trying to figure, trying to find everybody together. Uh, so after that, you get the whole uh, Natasha uh, oh, head right. of it's, Shield kind of thing. Yeah, she's kind of the, the head of the Avengers right now. Yeah, talking to everybody, and yeah. they show Captain Marvel with her new haircut. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rocket making fun of Captain Marvel for for constantly changing her hair. Um, uh, War Machine, and I, I'm going to say her name wrong. Uh, Oye. I think uh, I, 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 I I couldn't do it justice, but yeah, it's, I wish I could say her name better, but I I can't. But uh, it, it was essentially it's a uh, Michonne from The Walking Dead's character. I don't. I, know I forget her name. I, I'm I'm horrible at some names, but I was happy she was in this movie more than she was in the, the, the Infinity War. Yeah, they did feature her. Yeah. a little bit more because you needed a representative from Wakanda. And, yeah. Yeah, and the end of the conversation was it, it's. I was surprised they threw this in there that Clint they they've been tracking Clint and. Uh, they found a room full of dead cartel people, bodies in, in, a, in a house down in Mexico. Thinking, man, they're really killing a lot of people. And yeah. Thing thinking, man, they're killing people left and right in this movie. They're, they're not afraid to show blood in this one. Nope. Because uh, uh, by this point, Hawkeye has now become Ronin. But they never called him Ronin. They they called him something. Like the Japanese people like mentioned a name, but they didn't say a name. I believe you're right there, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, I'm seeing it here in a little bit again with with, with the wife, so it's yeah, like, you can... I'll be paying more attention. 
Um, where else are we? So, so it. Well, let's 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 talk about the Clint uh, the Clint thing still first. Okay. Natasha goes off to Japan. That doesn't happen yet. That was when they needed everybody. So that, oh, you're, okay, yeah. You're so, skipping. Yep. So it's. Um, it's been a while. So uh, actually, let, let's talk about the new Asgard. Yeah. Well, they haven't gone to new Asgard. No, yet. I'm sorry. Actually, we're skipping. We're jumping a whole bunch of stuff. Professor Hulk. That hasn't happened yet either. Uh, Scott Lang comes okay. back before that because so then my timeline's a little messed up. Your that's, timeline's that's a little messed up, but it's okay. But uh, actually, so you you get a feel for everybody. Uh, Natasha's at the uh, headquarters briefing everybody. So now we get back to uh, San Francisco where you see uh, the storage unit and you see the van that Scott disappeared in. And which I thought this was kind of funny because it's like, oh, how's Scott going to get out of the quantum realm? And there was just a rat it's crawling a, on. A rat pushes a button and shoots it back out. Yep, rat crawled on the control thing, hit the right buttons, and boom, he comes back out. Ken Jong, the security guard, kicks him out of. Now, do you know why Ken Jong and uh, Nicole Yvette Brown are in this movie? Community? Yeah, because the, the Russos were directors on Community. Oh, that's funny. So they didn't. Uh, I haven't looked up for Arrested Development. Uh, oh, I'm sure there's someone there, there's too. Well, I forgot about that, too. Yeah, so Scott, you know, they gets out. A, they've done a lot of things, haven't they? Yeah, they have. Okay, well, so, so Scott gets out of the quantum realm. He goes and sees his daughter's aged and is surprised, doesn't know what's going on. And then he goes to the Avengers HQ. He's knocking at the door. <laughs> Cap and Natasha are like, hey, when's this footage from? And you find out that Scott's outside, so they bring him in. Scott then describes how he was in the quantum realm for five minutes, and then it was only five, and then it was five years in reality. So then we start getting into the meat potato of the film of time travel. Mm -hmm. Where Scott has a theory where you can navigate it if you had the GPS, essentially a GPS, or going through it. Yeah, so then then they go... To appeal to Tony Stark, who at this point is married to Pepper Potts and has a daughter, which is yeah, which is nice. They're living in the woods, it's like a nice you know cabin. Yeah, uh, he's done with the whole uh, millionaire, billionaire, billionaire stuff. like save the world kind of thing. He's got his prize; he doesn't want to lose it. So that's when Scott, Natasha, and Cap arrive. Say hey. There might be time travel, and he's like, "Well, you guys are stupid. That's impossible. Go away." And so it's like, "Well, which, which pretty much boils it down to it." Which, yeah, and there, it, there's still some animosity between Cap and uh, Tony at this point, and you know, which Tony, is, which is still deserving because I assume they aren't talking much in the, the five years, which is kind of a, I doubt it. And not to but, mention, Tony now has a daughter, and so he doesn't want to do anything that's going to jeopardize his family. His family, it's, which the main thing that it comes it comes up is Tony's main focus is to keep his family as as it is. He, he does not want to destroy his family. He does not them does not want them to disappear. Correct. So. This is when they go. Well, who else can we talk well, to? Well, we, we need a big brain. So yeah, they well, go. We need a big brain. That's when you get Professor Hawk, which which I'll, is done off screen in the most. Well, here's Bruce Banner is now the Hulk and merged into one. Which I wish they would have showed some kind of like his. Anything? Yeah, 
And this was probably the worst part of the movie was when Hulk does a dab. Yeah, God, I, was, I hate that. That was, you know, I, I love Avengers and everything, but like, I was like, God damn it. Goddamn kids. God, well, it was for the kids, yeah. so. That's when, uh, yeah, so then they, oh, Hulk, it, help us. Derp a derp. They, they, they started doing, so the Hulk, they say, is Bruce Banner always thought he, he viewed the Hulk as a, as a disease. He said that, well, one day he just decided, well, what if it's not a disease and it's just, a, it is what it is. It's like the cure or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And just he uh, ends up blending the personality of Bruce Banner with the strength of the Hulk. Uh, but in the comic books with the professor, that is true. Uh, Hulk the, and Bruce Banner do become one. But the angrier the professor gets, he turns into Bruce Banner. Oh. He, he doesn't get stronger. He just reverts back to being Bruce Banner. Interesting. Which I have no problem with. They honestly don't use the Hulk that much in this movie. I know it's uh, I can't realize that. No, they didn't really. There's no big Hulk smash scenes like you have seen in the past movies, like in the first Avengers and uh, Civil uh, War or in, Age of Ultron. In Age of Ultron and, and Infinity War. Yeah. There's no big well, even the or even Infinity War too. True. Yeah. There's there is no big Hulk fight scenes. I didn't really realize that till now. So, Even at the end battle, I, I, really, I don't see the Hulk. Which makes sense because his arm's all fucked up, but we'll get to that here in a little bit. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. So, okay. at this point, um, they do a test with Scott Lang, and Bruce Banner thinks he's figuring it out. No, 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 no. We, we also don't have, don't, don't have that, that, that much time either. Oh, okay. So, so also, oh, also, oh, also oh, kind, of, kind of skipping. Are we skipping? Too. So, well, then, then we're gonna. Okay, so then, well, because well, first they do because well, then I they, want to they, talk about New Asgard. But well, that's it. actually like next. So they 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 think well, what happens next is like Tony Stark was then thinking about time travel. Figures he runs like a simulation, figures it out on the first try, on the first try or whatever. So whatever. There, and then he, there was probably other tries, but we we to see this try. So then he delivers it to HQ. Then they start running the test with Scott, uh, Professor Hulk running the test, and they do a little kind of comedy thing where Scott goes back in time, comes back as a baby, or comes back as an old man, comes back as an old man, comes back as himself. That goes, someone peeked my suit. I don't know if it was old me, young me, or me me. Right. So then, I I will say before we go any farther, at one scene after this, uh, Scott is outside eating a taco. That's when uh, Nebula and Rocket show back up in the ship. Oh, yeah. And Warmish. blow up the, the taco all apart. Yeah. He's, he's just looking at his taco thinking, put my taco. All of a sudden, Hulk comes walking by. He has him two and just keeps on walking. He's like, oh, what a nice guy. He's like, oh, look, they're actually being a team right now. It's nice seeing teamwork and actually, you know, camaraderie. Yeah, giving each other tacos. But then it was at that point where they're like, okay, we don't have time travel. Let's get a team together. So then we go to New Asgard, which is... Is, is, Where is, is that, actually, like, in Iceland or something like that? Or? It's either Iceland or Norway. Norway? I think more Norway. No, it's actually the same city that's in the very first Captain America movie. Hmm. You know where Red Skull goes to get the Tesseract from? Oh, yeah, yeah, It's yeah. the same town, supposedly. No shit. Because that's why I said formerly known as Blah. Now, okay. in the comic books, New Asgard is actually in Oklahoma. Right. So, and it's a big, huge floating city. Yeah. I believe now the New Asgardia... In the comic books, is a floating city out by like Jupiter. Oh, sure, of course. So, Tony Stark <laughs> helped help build that one. 
Wow, that was nice. But this one, we see everyone from, well, most everyone from Avengers Endgame, not Avengers Endgame, Thor, Ragnarok are alive. Yes. Valkyrie is doing something. Fishing, I think. Fishing, I believe. Uh, we uh, then get to the... More, like, uh, what, what, what the fuck's with names? It's Meek and Korg. Meek and Korg. Are hanging out at Thor's house. In Hawaiian shirts. Which was Playing great. Fortnite. And eating pizza. <laughs> And then you you get a reveal of Thor, who's let himself go in the last five years. And, and I do have to say, Fat Thor is probably the best Thor around. I do like the nicknames he's gotten, like the Lebowski Thor, uh, <laughs> Fat Thor, Hobo Thor. Yep. Those all uh, make sense. Pretty much Thor has uh, PTSD of uh, the whole events of Affinity War not being able to save anybody. Right. So now here's my question for you before we go on to a couple more things here because we are getting kind of low on time a little bit-ish. But uh, Thor and Thor 2 are probably the worst. Thor being Thor. Sure. Uh, Avengers, still a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Age of Ultron, that was kind of still iffy. Sure. I don't. I would say Thor didn't turn around until Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, it seemed That's like his character. That's when Thor getting fun. Yeah, and Chris Hemsworth, I'm really surprised, is really good at comedy. He's really good. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm looking forward to that whole Men in Black uh, International, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's him and Tessa Thompson again, yep. and they have really good chemistry. Chemistry. Yep. But Chris Hemsworth as comedy is. Really, really good. It's for a for a big. It's kind of like The Rock, where it's like you get this big muscular guy, yeah. and you expect to see him in action and whatever yeah. else. And then it's just like, but they have like this really good comedic side, and it's mm-hmm. like that's what you want. It, from it's, them. it's super surprising. But he, but we have Fat Thor at one point. Uh, uh, the The Rock guy. What's his name again? The Rock. Oh, Korg. Korg. Thank you. Oh yeah, Korg he's, is he's, getting bullied he's, on he's Fortnite. Fortnite. <laughs> Thor. He, he's making fun of me again. Grabs a headphone. All right, listen, Noob Killer sixty nine. This is Thor. I'm gonna fly over to your house, rip your arms off, and shove them up your butt. I don't care if you cry to your mom. I'm still gonna come do it. And then heads back. Oh, thanks, Thor. Thanks, Thor. Yeah, Cork Cork is great. I was glad to see he's okay. So Taika Waititi is, is just great yes. as, as an actor and a director. He's just great. Yes. Um. Next. Next Prince, week, uh, is, is found by Natasha in Tokyo as Ronan killing, killing, yes. off, killing off Yakuza. She convinced him to, to, to come back, blah, 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 blah. Says we have a way to reverse it, basically. And, uh, this is when we get to the time travel. So they, they through their collective history, they realize that they've interacted with one or more um, Infinity Gems at some points in time. Yeah. So... This is when they decide to go back to the Battle of New York, which is the Avengers' first movie. Thor 2. Thor 2. Uh, so, Bessie Asgard. To get Natalie Portman's stone. Which, which is just the uh, fart gas. Right. Um, and then they want to go back to the first Guardians movie to get the Soul Stone. Power Stone. And the Power Stone. Yeah. So, let's go with the battle. Well, actually, let's get this part of the way first. The Thor 1. To me, that was just like Thor 2. Not much really happens. Right. It was good to see Thor get his mojo back after talking to his mom. After his mom says she believes in him and that's when he, he's doing the right thing. And that was actually a really cool part because he actually summons Mjolnir yeah. or whatever it's called. He he, he uh, summons Mjolnir to, and he brings it back with him. Cause I, then, which is sets up probably one of the best scenes in the movie. Oh yeah, definitely. Which we'll, we'll get to here a little bit because we'll, we'll definitely talk about that one. 
But yeah, the reason why they're going through the time is basically to retrieve the stones and bring them back to the present to uh, make their own Infinity Gauntlet, which I don't think we kind of covered, but is obvious at yeah. this point, I think. So I'm going to start with the lower ones and go with the the, uh, the bigger ones. The next one would be the space stuff. The space stuff didn't... Well, account. it was kind of a bigger event, I would say, because well, what, what had happened was... Uh, we didn't explain this either. We we split up the Avengers into teams. So yes. the you. people that went to like Thor Ragnarok was Rocket and Thor, which nothing really happened. Whatever. So the people that went back to the Guardians uh, timeline for the Power Stone and the Soul Stone was, was Clint and Natasha going for the Soul Stone and Rhodey and Nebula going for uh, the Power Stone, which was kind of cool because when Rhodey and Nebula are going after the Power Stone. They kind of go to the whole Chris Pratt opening of Guardians where he's dancing around. Yeah, so you, so you, so you see the, what the version that we saw, him dance, him singing to the music and him going through. All of a sudden it cuts to their view and it sees, you see Chris Pratt singing as, as Peter Quill. Worst singer possible. Right, yeah. It's, it's, just it's, like, it's, it's, it's thinking, going, this guy is an idiot, isn't he? Oh, yeah, pretty, yeah much. pretty much. So Then they take his like thief tools yeah. or whatever to they, take they, the Power Stone. Yeah, they go over and knock him out. Then grab his stuff, go in there, and, and, and takes it. Before they go in, uh, War Machine stops Nebula. Goes, whoa, stop. There's got to be traps here. Look at this temple. It's called the Temple of the Power Stone. There's got to be traps here. And she just blows them off and just walks on through. Grabs it with a robot hand and pulls out. Thing. See, it's fine. Yeah, see, it's fine. Which, that sets up uh, the actual kind of... Uh, well, before that, War Machine takes it. He goes, we'll, we'll sink it on three, two, one, go. So when he says go, he hits the button, goes back in time, and Nebula's not there yet. Old old school Nebula and new Nebula are uh, sharing the same mainframe, I believe. It's like it's like a hive mind. Yes. And so the old Nebula, which is the one from the original Guardians movie, sees visions from uh, Endgame Nebula. So, and then Thanos sees that, which Thanos then goes, huh, something's fucky. Let's go check it out. Because they had the location of all the Power Stones, too, I believe, or what's going on. They, they knew where the Power Stone was, and they knew Ronin was going after it because he was getting it for him or yes. something. So, they are uh, going off to, to get to see what's going on with, with, with this nebula and why, what's, what's going on. During this time, Natasha and Clint go off to get the Soul Stone. The Soul Stone is at the same location as it was in Infinity War, at the top of the uh, Astro Crag, yes. where you had to uh, kill uh, kill someone you love, pretty much. You so, had to uh, sacrifice a soul to get a soul, essentially. Which uh, this was, yeah, this was this like was the first a, death, a, a, an actual heartbreaking scene. I didn't tear up because uh, it's comics, and yeah, you kind of knew what was going to happen. Uh, Clint and Natasha are both fighting each other to, to see who's going to sacrifice themselves, which is. I really like that scene. That's they both are want to do whatever it takes to make sure everyone comes back, and they both kind of have dirty pasts where they're like, uh, "My war, my life's not worth it." And it's weird because it's like everyone thought Clint was gonna die because yeah. it kind of made sense. It's like almost since Age of Ultron, you've been waiting for him to die because they've kind of pretty much yeah almost he, alluded to it. Because uh, what, what, what's the line? It goes, "It's there's robots flying around, guys smashing it, and I have a bow and arrow." Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> So I mean, it's I've always thought I, I always liked Hawkeye in the comic books because technically, like, like in the comic books, he's like deaf and stuff like that. Then he's he used to be a thief and all that kind of stuff. 
There's actually more history to Hawkeye than you know, than the movies let on. Yeah. So it's it gets to it. Uh, Natasha sacrifices herself. Clint gets the stone, then goes back. And uh, this is probably one of my more favorite parts. Is Scott Lang, uh, Tony Stark, and Captain America and Bruce Banner go back to the Battle of New York. So at one point you you see Hulk from the first Avengers movie. Squishing the crap out of one of the Chitauri guys. Mm-hmm. Also, it goes back to our new little group, and Bruce Banner goes, "Man, I had some anger problems, didn't I?" Or, or, yeah. or something like that. So, at that point, they they realized they, they had to wear the same outfits and kind of merge like everybody else. Yeah, Hulk goes, "Well, I guess time to get a little uh, gratuitous and rips his shirt off, so you see his abs and shit like that. So you see the CGI, CGI uh, green abs and hair everywhere." And he starts smashing stuff to fit in. Yep. And, uh, yeah. and when we say smash stuff, he goes over the car and just goes, uh. And he just like. Push, pushes over a motorcycle. He's like that. This is great. But so, that was kind of cool because what the two teams were going after at that point was the Tesseract, Loki's staff, and the Time Stone. Yeah. So, Which at the point, the Time Stone is. Bruce Banner goes for the Time Stone, and the Time Stone is held by the Ancient One, which is uh, Hilda Swinton. Yeah. From the... In the uh, Doctor uh, Strange. Doctor, thank you. Now, she says... Uh, first, Hulk asks, is Doctor Strange here? And she goes, not for another five years. Yeah, she's like... So, she knows what's, what's going to happen. Which was kind of cool, because, like, yeah, he's well, at the hospital two miles down that way or something well, like she, that. She, well, is it, she knows what, what's, what's going to happen up to when she dies, correct? Isn't that what it is? Yeah, she okay. can only see up to That's that one point in Doctor Strange. Because I, I, I forget what it was. Yeah. But she also explains to the Hulk, like... Hey, if you take these gems out of our timelines, it's going to mess up everything. Yeah. So. Hulk then says they're going to come back to the exact same moment, bring everything back. Which it's like, well, you could say that, I guess, but doesn't mean you're going to. Yeah. So she believes it and, well, she believes it because he he says Dr. Strange uh, willingly gave the stone. To, to Thanos. Yeah, that's what she which, realized which, that when she goes, what did you just say? Yep. He willingly gave it to Stone. So he clearly Strange used a stone to see all possibilities and she realizes this and then immediately gives him the stone. Well, I'm sorry. First puts uh, Banner back into Hulk's body which is was, was knocked out and wearing a sun hat on his head. That was awesome. <laughs> and the, the Hulk then gets the stone. Yep. Next it goes over to... Uh, Tony, Scott, and Cap going into the uh, pretty much the the tower. Yeah, the end of the stones. Yeah, the end when uh, Loki's like laying in the crater from when Hulk smashed him or whatever. So you see the ending shot of Avengers, but from the back, so you see everyone's butt. Yep. And this is oh yeah, this and this starts one of my favorite lines now ever. Here's Tony Stark going, man, that Cap, that that suit and Cap does nothing for his butt. And Tony goes, hey, radio silence here, guys. Oh, Scott Lane then pops up because he's the ultimate Captain America fanboy. Hey, you take that back. That's America's butt. It's America's ass. And, of course, it zooms in right onto Chris Evans' butt. Which we'll get to back here in a little bit. Oh, yeah. So, at this point, you see uh, Frank Gristle, I think his name was. His comic book name as Crossbones, who died in yeah. uh, Civil War. Yep. Picking Him up. and other uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, which, which are actually HYDRA agents, are stepping out of the elevator to get the stuff. 
to to get to get the box with uh, Loki scepter. At this point, uh, Scott Lang then goes, "Why'd you guys give him the scepter?" He goes, "Well, they were shield, but we didn't realize they were higher agents." And Scott just goes, "How did you not realize that? They look like they're bad guys." Yeah, it's <laughs> true. Which at this point, uh, Tony sneaks away and with, with Ant Man. Ant Man was then I thought thrown. Not yet. I, I don't think that was, or was it? I thought he was thrown well, onto at, the suitcase at, and waiting for it to yeah, be. Yeah, at, at some point, uh, Tony flicks Ant Man onto the suitcase, and then the suit, and from there he goes into Tony, Tony Stark's reactor. But we'll get to that here in a minute. Uh, Cap goes uh, into the. I'm sorry. They. Cap was going. The for Hydra the, agents yeah. get the, the suitcase, and then they go into the elevator. Yeah, then you get and like a, you, a remake of the of the uh, famous to, to me the famous scene in Winter Soldier yep. of the elevator fight scene with Cap and, and all the guys. I was waiting for that to happen. Oh, yeah, I was actually. so hoping. I thought it was going to happen, but it had the better twist turn. That twist was good because Cap knew they were all uh, higher agents because well, Cap from the future and he's already had this exact same situation. And he's trying to get he, the staff at that point. Too. And he, he's going. I'm, I'm here to take the the, the, the case. The uh, secretary told me. The, yeah, the I'm, running, secretary, I'm running point or something. Yeah. Something like that. The secretary was Robert Redford, and so I'm sorry, Winter Soldier, who was the leader of Shield at this point, but also one of the top guys in Hydra. Yep. Which we'll get to that here in a minute too. Uh, so he's telling him that he's trying to convince them that he is here to take the case, but then leans over to the to the one bald guy and goes, "Hail Hydra!" Yeah, from like the comics in the last couple yeah. of years, which. I completely well. I realized that, but I just realized well. It, he just knows. Oh yeah, that, I mean, it was just kind of like it a, was. It was a nice callback to the yeah, comics, yeah. but I, I just didn't put too much stock into that. But even though people are sure, I've seen so many articles. Here was a throwback to Captain America's uh, Hydra thinking. Shut up! Shut the fuck up! You right? That's one goddamn line. If he's wearing a Hydra suit, that's more of a callback. Oh, yeah, but yeah, if you're just saying hail Hydra because they're all he knows they're all Hydra agents different story but yeah he gets the staff by just uttering those words which was i thought it was very slick yeah. because it was like oh shit he just knew what to say and cap's walking out to the catwalk and he oh, goes yeah. ah shit yep in, in walking in front of him is captain america from the original movie and here comes the fight scene between both caps because cap thinks, i love this cap thinks uh time travel cap is loki which yeah. makes sense and he they're fighting 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 at one point, he puts uh, uh, our our cap puts uh, Avengers cap into a cho- into a chokehold. At this point, I'm going. Please don't say Martha. Please don't say Martha. Oh God! But he does say Bucky is alive, which makes sense. Yeah. Which then stops the other cap. I'm sorry. No, it's the other way around. Uh, old timey cap puts new cap. Uh, our cap. Uh, Endgame cap is put into into the chokehold. So he he does say Bucky's alive, which. Gives him pause. He swings around at the end and decks him, knocks him out, knocks him out, and then he's as, laid out. Yeah, as Cap, as yes. the uh, Avengers Captain America is laying there, uh, Endgame Cap picks his stuff up, puts his suitcase down, looks up, looks down the uh, Cap in the ground. He goes, huh, "That is America's ass." Checks out his ass and walks away. As he's walking away, we're giving the shot of just the butt in the air as he's walking out of the screen. So good. I'll take that any day. And um, that's going to be the title of, of, of the podcast. That's America's dot, dot, dot. But we'll say. So then we get to, like, the actual uh, one of the issues 
where uh, Ant-Man and Tony Stark are still going for the uh, uh, space zone, the Tesseract. And uh, so Ant-Man was sh- uh, shrunk down to give uh, old Tony Stark like a heart attack. Yeah, by, a fake heart attack by removing like, basically a fuse in, in that. Yeah, making, like, yeah, basically making his arc reactor like blow up. So uh, while this is happening... Tony Stark like drops like the suitcase with a tesseract in it. Ant Man kicks it over. Well, he punches it over because when he's still small, he has the, the same mass, so it knocks over. Yep. Loki sees it and wants to yeah, shoot across. Loki sees sees a Shield agent who is now Tony Stark in Shield agent uniform. Pick it up and slowly walk out the door. That's... At this time, Hulk comes barreling through the wall. Hulk hates stairs because Hulk was forced to walk down the stairs to go from the top all the way to the bottom. Yes. This knocks him out. Case opens up. Tesseract pops up. And then Loki grabs it. No, Loki's foot it touched it. No, but he, he 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 still bends down to grab it. He didn't grab it. He did. No, he didn't. I'm I'm fairly certain anyways, it was just his foot that touched it. Loki has the speed, the, the, the in the that kid. timeline they messed up because now yeah Loki has the space stone and he gets away. Which then this probably causes the Loki TV series. It's coming out. Maybe. So things are a little fucky now. They they now have two stones they need. That they had the test, not the tesseract. They had the the scepter, which is the, which is the mind stone, yep. and the time stone. Yep. They have enough juice to make one more jump. Ant Man says, "Well, there's enough here in the seventies where Hank Pym is working at the secret shield. Yeah, the the, the, the military S- the, base, the SSR base where Captain America was made into Captain America. Yeah, they go back there." Cap sees uh, his one true love, Peggy, and was actually, I was surprised how touching the scene was. He sees her and just kind of is like staring longly at her. Yeah. But doesn't do anything because he knows he can't. Yeah. But Tony Stark sees his dad. Yep. And he and, starts talking to his dad. And he was so happy to tell his dad that he had a daughter. So really, he, he's telling his dad that died a long time ago. He, he's essentially a... a Grandfather now has a granddaughter, mm. but he can't say it. But he's trying to say it to him. I didn't pick up on that, but I guess now I see that because it's, it, it, he, he's that's why it's before they leave, he's giving the big, huge hug, doesn't want to like, let yeah. go. But essentially, it's, just, it's his way of saying to his dad, You have a great you, you have a granddaughter without saying you have a granddaughter. Oh, okay, so, so yeah, make this, a little bit more sense that way. Yeah, it does, but uh, I guess we didn't really explain. Yeah, they went back to the shield base because they knew the Tesseract was there. And some more pin particles so they could travel again back to yeah. time. So, at this point, they all kind of come back to... Well, which, actually... Which I believe Cap grabs like eight vials of pin particles. Yeah. Because uh, with Pink Pim being snapped, there's no more particles. So, they needed, Ant-Man's running low. They need his, his fuel. Gro- on his growing juice. Yeah, the fuel. So, um, I guess before all the Avengers return back to the present time, we get a scene where... Uh, past Nebula uh, abducts the newer Nebula and takes her GPS uh, time GPS thing and also her parts off her face and her parts off her face because they look kind of different blah 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 and goes to the present time to kind of see what's going on with all these stones and uh, basically collect them for Thanos and so at this point, Thanos also sees what the whole plan is. Oh yeah, he sees the entire and entirety of everything. With Nebula bringing 
uh, Thanos the essentially the PIM jumper, I guess we'll call it the, uh, the little GPS button. Uh, he ha- has a way to, to go to the future as well, and knows exactly where to go. So we're just going to jump to a point where I say it's they have all the stones in the uh, Avengers base. Tony makes a new gauntlet of essentially of Stark tech, uh, the Stark Bruce, gauntlet or yeah. whatever. Bruce, so Bruce as the Hulk puts it on because he's the only one who really can use it without really killing himself. He uses it, unsnaps everybody. Uh, the first indication this works is Clint's phone starts ringing, and he walks. No. Actually, I'm sorry. Uh, I would say he, he, uh, Scott goes, goes to the looks, atrium, and there's birds. Flying. Yeah, there's more birds. Then, as the, as he's looking at the birds, Clint's phone rings, and, and it's, it's, his, it's wife. his wife. Yep, answers this fu- answers this phone, and it's actually is his wife talking. Now, when they unsnap, no one realizes how much how time how much time is spent. They say that it, they got snapped, and then they were just back all of a sudden. Right, which is pretty cool. Makes sense. Um, at this point, I'm sorry, just before this, Thanos' ship comes through the wormhole. No, it was right after the snap. Yeah. So before they start checking things out, Thanos' ship comes back through the roof, and nothing shakes. You would think a goddamn ship also just shooting through the air would have some rumble in the facility. Pim particles. Yeah, I guess. So Thanos is back and just bombards the shit out of Avengers base. Which everyone's trying to scurry, 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 trying to figure out what the hell is happening. Which well, I thought was kind of cool because like from the trailers, it almost seemed like the final battle, because we're pretty much at the final battle, yeah. is on Earth. Yes. As opposed to, like, people else. were saying like New Titan yep. or the Garden or whatever. So, <clears throat> it was very interesting to see uh, Thanos' army again basically attacking. And uh, what was it? He sends basically the, the dogs or whatever to go get the gauntlet. Oh, the uh, Chitari. The Chitari yeah. to go get the gauntlet because he knows that all the stones are there and they just used it. And uh, Clint uh, finds it, is uh, doing his Ronin thing. Uh, not cutting everybody down. Killing all the dogs and stuff like that. No, because no, this is where my buddy Mike says he has Natasha's grappling hook, but I just assumed he had his own. I, I guess that's up to your interpretation. I just assumed he had his own because why wouldn't he? Sure. I thought he had a grappling hook like on a Cause bow. I mean, yeah, because I mean, why wouldn't he? So. I, like legitimately, I thought he As did. A, I mean, that's what I thought too because he has all that kind of shit anyways. Whatever. But we'll jump, we'll jump forward to here stands... Captain America, Thor, and Iron Man. Essentially the now Marvel Trinity, I guess. Yeah, the original trio, I guess, of superstars. They start fighting uh, Thanos. Thanos. Yep. Thanos. However you want to say his name. All of them are attacking at once. They they work pretty good as a team. They're getting knocked down one by one by one. Thor attacks with both the Stormbreaker and Mjolnir. Gets gets stuck in the ground. He loses Mjolnir. You also you see it bam, hit the ground to stand there like the usual Thor stuff. All of a sudden, you go. It's you see them all fighting still a little bit. Cap gets knocked back. Cuts to a scene where the, the hammer is then picked up. You don't see by who. All of a sudden, bam! Back of the head, thousands hit with with Mjolnir flies back into Captain America's hands. That was fucking. So this is where the. The crowd marked out in my theater. I don't know about yours. This was probably the loudest pop 
for yeah the everyone theater. was cheering for cap wielding Mjolnir. the setup in uh, age of ultron the with cap slowly moving it yep. well, moving a little bit and thor getting surprised here's cap now wielding the power of thor yep which I think I debated with some of this one, thinking, well, why does he have all the lightning powers and everything else? Because it's because of the en- enchantment on the hammer. Yes. Because whoever is deemed worthy will have the power of Thor, even though Thor has his own power and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But so now Cap is, here's Cap fighting Thanos with hammer and shield, kicking the crap out of Thanos. I, I really want to say, man, because yeah. he, he's using that hammer like a goddamn badass. He's, that was freaking sweet. He's calling down lightning. He's throwing lightning through the ground to knock him to knock him around. He's tossing the hammer. He's tossing his shield. shield. Yep, he bounces the hammer yep. off the shield thinking, man. Yeah, he had complete control and he was like, he was, yeah, going at it with him. It was freaking sweet. But somehow Thanos gets the upper hand. I, I forget off the top of my head at the moment. And he was never really like losing. He was just getting kind of beat down, but not the, losing. Essentially, stamina. At this point, he, he's getting more pissed, and he's getting a little taking things a little bit more serious. I guess I want to say. Yeah, he's powering up. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's going sand right now. Yeah. Um, at this point, you see Cap get knocked around a little bit. He's on his knees. All you hear a Cap, and no one really knows what the hell is going on. You just hear Cap. Thinking, okay, well, someone's there. He goes, Cap, on your left. All of a sudden, portals galore open up behind him. Yep, all the Doctor Strange portals, which I didn't realize, which, because we saw the leaked footage, and I didn't put yeah, two me, into... me, me, me and you saw that. Well, some of it, at least. Yeah, I didn't realize it was a portal. Yeah, because it's all of a sudden, strange. portals galore open across. The. Is this where you thought you saw somebody? No, this is where I know I saw okay, somebody. Okay, so let's talk about this, and you'll, you'll tell me here. So you see the armies of Wakanda there. You see M'Baku, everybody else. You see all the sorcerers there. You see uh, some shitload of people, I think. And then you see, this is the part that not many people have caught yet. So this is a Dumpster People podcast exclusive. <laughs> now, this is where Anthony told me where I'm curious about. So please, Anthony, have at it. So while, while you know, all the armies are coming out, then you see... Uh, like the wasp come out. This mm-hmm. is the part that you want to pay attention to, because when the wasp comes out, you also notice on the right hand of the screen some of the guardians, uh, uh, the ravengers come out. Mm-hmm. But with the ravengers, you get Howard the Duck. Seriously, Howard the Duck is in Endgame. He comes out of the portal, and uh, I'm gonna. Pull up a, a photo because I, I sent it to a couple people, which is funny. Um, and uh, there he is, right there. Son of a bitch! So look for him. He's like he's got a gun too. This is this is cropped. So I was surprised they didn't have uh, Special Saloon all them pop up too. For they, all we know, they could be in there. I somewhere. mean, I'm sure they are, but it was just surprised to not see them. Yeah, I didn't know Howard the Duck was in it, but yes, Howard the Duck is in Endgame. He comes out of one of the Doctor Strange portals. Okay, so I'll, I'll, have, to, I'll have to watch that one. I was I was hoping you didn't know that, and I yep, guess you I did didn't. not see that. So, so there Seth you go. Green was is in the movie confirmed, I guess. Well, no, because he doesn't say anything. Yeah, true. But, sure. We'll go with it. But uh, yeah, I'll also say that at this point, Gamora has con- has been convinced by Endgame Nebula to say that she that they're actually sisters and friends in the time that she comes from. So Gamora helps Nebula escape, and then Nebula also kills her original version. 
So, Endgame never kills Guardians of the Galaxy Nebula. Yes. So, that kind of makes things a little fucky as well. Well, at least in that timeline. Yes, because that timeline is just fucked. Fuck that timeline. They say with, with the time travel in this movie, it's... Uh, whatever you do in the past won't affect what's already happened. It'll just affect that timeline. Correct. Um, okay. Wrap it up here in a little bit. So here comes everyone to the rescue, well, not to the rescue, just to make things a fair fight. So we have Cap, we have Bucky, we have Sam. Everybody's there. All of a sudden, Thanos says something and says, is is that all you got? All of a sudden, here comes Ant-Man going large and just running running amok. This is where we have the Avengers... Assemble and everyone just goes. You have Valkyrie. You have Peter Parker's back. Hugs Tony Stark. That scene was pretty nice. What was very touching, I should say. So at this point, they realize they need to get back in time or something. I no. At this point, um, they have to get the 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 uh, gauntlet out of there. The gauntlet out of there because Thanos is pretty much going for the gauntlet because it's on the field. It's it's there, and they go to uh, Scott Lang's van, which happens to be there with the you know quantum realm doohickey to to get it to there. Right, right, Viper. So as they're running through, they're trying to get, they're passing it off. Uh, Black, I believe it's, uh, who has it originally? Um, who had it originally? It was Clint. Clint passes it off to Black Panther. Black Panther off yes, to Black Panther does Peter get it. Parker. Peter Parker Peter had Parker it for a to, minute. To, to, to uh, Captain Marvel. This is, this is when Captain, well, Thanos' ship is in the air bombarding. Thanos just goes rain fire. Yeah, Thanos and just starts blasting the shit out of everybody. Even his own guys, he's just yeah. like, "Look, kill everybody. I don't care." And then Captain Marvel shows up because at this point, I had forgotten Captain Marvel was even in the movie. Right? Yeah, because Captain Marvel hasn't been in it since she checked in yeah. to Avengers HQ. Yeah. So, exactly. Captain Marvel comes down, goes to, to uh, Spider Man. Spider Man goes, "Hey, I'm Peter Parker." Goes and, and goes and goes. She goes, "Oh, nice to meet you, Peter Parker. I hear, I hear you have something for me." So she gets the gauntlet, and as she takes it off to the van, Thanos stops and either blows up the van or she stands in her way. Stands in her way, pretty much, and then it, he, he grabs the gauntlet from her, I believe. It puts no, it on. she still has it because then you get the whole uh, women of Marvel scene where. Oh, that's right. That's when uh, she goes. Cat uh, uh, Marvel says she'll she'll take it, but that's when she says someone goes. She has she has backup. This is when all the women in Marvel. Uh, women in Marvel show up, saying that they're the backup. I was surprised there had been there's that many. I forgot there was right, that many. Right? Yeah, because they not only one solo film, but at the same time, there's a lot of female backup. So, so it was Valkyrie. Uh, Pepper Potts is now rescue. Uh, Shuri, which is a Black Panther sister. Uh, Oye, which is the uh, bodyguard, uh, the, the bodyguard, head, head guard, and yeah. so many other people. At this uh, point, Scarlet Witch came. Yeah. Scarlet Witch was there, and then because for people who don't know, Mantis, there, there's, yeah, Mantis was there, you not know, to cause people you know, bad feelings. In the comic books, there's a comic book called Eight Force, which is all a female, female, completely female cast of Avengers. Which I believe at one point Tessa Thompson even brought that up to Kevin Feige. And have has been talked about. I'd go see that. I'd I'd be interested in that. Yeah, especially with with, with that cast, and especially if, if, if Valkyrie's the lead of it. Oh, that'd be it, freaking that'd be, sweet. Be damn yeah. Awesome. 
So they get over there, and at this point, uh, Thanos tries to overpower Cat Marvel, tries to headbutt her, but she does nothing. She just absorbs it. Pretty she, much. She, she attempts to just, just, just smirks at him and, and puts him on, puts him on his knees. Yeah. Now I forget how he gets the gauntlet from her, but he does, and he tries to snap. She stops the snap, and then Tony Stark comes in. This is the essentially the ultimate demise of Tony Stark. He grapples with them, and Thanos goes, "I am it. I am inevitable." And Stark grabs the, the, the gauntlet. Yep, and backs off. Thanos snaps his fingers, and it's just a clunk. nothing happens. Yeah, he looks at the, the, the gems are gone. Goes over to Tony Stark, who is with this the armor scheme. Looks like his original suit from the comic books, the with the red and gold. Uh, gold yeah. all the sleeves yeah. stuff the gauntlets and yeah which I thought was a pretty cool callback right there hmm. Tony Stark now has the gauntlet and has all the stones he snaps away all of Thanos and his army mm-hmm. essentially he wins the day right there I mean there's ways they can get around it because it's the stone and they just did it a little while ago so unfortunately Tony Stark is too much power for him and is slowly dying I guess this is part of the point where everyone says they, they teared up or whatever because now we have Tony Stark there burnt half his body is burnt um, half his body is burned and he's talking to Peter first saying that uh, Peter's trying to get him to say don't, don't, don't die don't die yeah like we did it we won don't, but here, yeah. here here comes Pe- uh, Pepper I think Pepper gave him what he needed to hear. Yeah, that was really sad because she was pretty much like it's, it's it's she gently pushes Peter to the side, goes to it, goes to her husband, and says, "It's okay, Tony. We got this. You can rest. Yep, we're gonna be fine." So essentially, that also pass. This is essentially in also way of passing of the torch to the newest generation. Yeah, because it essentially ends how it starts with the when Thanos goes, "I am inevitable." Uh, Stark goes, "I am Iron Man," and just does everything. So you see him die. It's tears were off. Uh, tears were had all around. Blah 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 blah. The next ending scene is the funeral for Iron Man. Uh, everyone is there. So you see everyone from the all the past movies. Guardians all there. Uh, you see a kid that nobody identified. Yeah, knew, yeah. <laughs> was I, I called it because I go, "That's the kid from Iron Man 3. And then I, I was uh, kind of hoping. It was going to be Adam Warlock, but I think that was kind of a long shot right there. Oh, my God. So, yeah, you see pretty much everyone saying goodbye. Um, and then we get to uh, pretty much not... Well, it is pretty much the climax of it where uh, Captain has to go bring back all the stones to the various points of time. Um, with with, with uh, Mjolnir in hand, too. Yeah, he's got to go return that because... That was my question. Like, hey, they just took Mjolnir yeah. from the past. Um, so, so they have enough juice. They, they send Cat back to send it to, uh, to to take all the time, to take all the stones back, the hammer back, everything else. And they go, okay, Cap, we'll bring you back in three, two, one. Hit the button. Nothing happens. Hit the button again. Nothing happens. I believe either Sam or Bucky turn around. It was Bucky. Bucky turns around and sees an old man sitting on a bench next to a lake. So they go over to him, and it's the old man Rogers. Oh, uh, it's old man Rogers sitting there with, with, with his shield. So they said, "Oh, well, you didn't come back, huh?" Which at this point, I 
I don't get how people misunderstood this. People think, well, he went back in time. Well, what about all the other stuff? Well, there's still a captain, and there's still Cap in the ice, and then there's this captain who is with Peggy Carter, I assume. Yeah, giving her more than than one last dance, because that's how the, the I think the final scene of the movie is this them dancing, right? Yeah, the final scene was because they they showed a ring on Captain's finger when he actually hands the shield over to Sam. So essentially, Sam's going to be the new Captain America, which. Some people that I talked to didn't really understand that. They go, yeah. Bucky's going to be Captain America. No, it's, it's, no, it's Sam I think now. I, Sam is the better choice to be for, Captain For America. now, yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially with all the crap that you know, Bucky's done. Or yeah, because yeah. Sam is no, just a, a soldier as well. But he understood Cap probably better than Bucky a little bit, I want to say. Especially in the later years. Mm-hmm. Those two worked really well together. Yep. Sure, they were growing... Bucky and Cap were you know, grew up best friends, but no, Winter Soldier's not a protector more than a uh, he's more sword than shield essentially. Yeah, I think even the comic books he becomes the new what uh, the one who watches, which is like what Nick Fury eventually becomes, who protects the universe and especially Earth from multiple threats before they get to like bigger problems. It's a stupid thing. <laughs> um, but I was super happy they made Sam. Uh, Captain America. Yeah. Because I, I actually have the Sam Wilson as Captain America uh, statue at my place. Oh, sweet. Because I, I enjoyed those books. Because a lot of that was also dealt with like civil stuff and, and other shit like that. Mm-hmm. So it was, it, was, it was a good run. Mm-hmm. But it's the design of him as Captain America looks really fucking awesome. Yeah, it does. So at this point... Uh, the movie ends. It ends with uh, you see you see Cat back in time with Peggy at her house, having the one last dance, and then the movie fades. That's it. Everything is wrapped up nice and neatly in a bow. There's a couple of plot holes here and there, but <laughs> there's still more movies coming. There's they, they I believe they said that the next phase is going to be cosmic, so which could be now they they have Fantastic Four. Galactus. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. That would be nice. That would be pretty cool. Hmm. Or it could be a Kree Skull War, or there's multiple other things they could do out in space as well. Yeah. There is Annihilus and shit like that, so. There's a, I believe even still, didn't one Ultron robot escape in Age of Ultron? I don't think so. Hmm. I don't, well, I don't know. Ultron can always come back. Eventually, Ultron goes up to space and, and leaves the uh, Annihilus wave at some point, I believe. Huh. But that's something else. Alright. <laughs> so, here's my question to you, because we got to wrap it up here in a few minutes. How do you... How... Are you satisfied with how this movie ended everything? Are you satisfied with the movie? Yes, no, maybe so. Are you... Do you feel good with how everything ended? Yeah, um... I liked it. I thought it was... I can't really think of any way else you could have ended it. Um, I guess I wasn't surprised about the time travel, which was... Yeah. Everyone kind of saw that comment. Once they said Quantum Realm, I figured that's what's going to happen. It was kind of... So, I mean, but at the same time, what else could you do? I thought it was kind of interesting that they killed Thanos off, like, the first Thanos, like... And then yeah. they brought the, and the more power-hungry Thanos. Yeah, that, that was kind of cool. the Thanos that's willing to kill everything to get what he wants. Right. So, uh, I'd, I'd like to see where they're going to go next. I think it was a good uh, 
22 movie conclusion or whatever. So, yeah. What, uh, the 12 years, essentially? Yeah, I'm happy with it. Because I know I put in more than 50 hours yeah. of my life in, in, into the series. For sure. I am very happy with how everything ended. It's, I know there could be more, but I might take a little break after uh, Spider-Man. Because I've seen every single movie that came out in the theaters. Well, I don't know what else. Like, besides Spider-Man, there's no other... Black Panther 2. Well, but what, what's the release date? I think like next year. I don't know. Or they 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 start production on it at least. Oh okay. Well, that, was, so. that was another thing too. I was gonna say I don't know how long before we get a major arc again too. So. Wow. Yeah, but it's, it's overall I did enjoy the movie. I thought it was a very good movie. It ended very well. Yeah. Um, Sure, they could have done some things different, but that's just how we think, and I think the right people were in charge of it. Yeah. If, if Josh Whedon, Josh Whedon did this movie, I thought it would probably be a lot worse. <laughs> I know he's a good director and all, but I don't... The Avengers, the first Avengers and second Avengers wasn't that good, in my opinion. Could have been well, better, I guess, I, yeah. I, after seeing everything else, at kind of the more lower points, I guess, than I want to say. For sure. But... I enjoy the Russos. They do really good stuff. They yes. put a lot of love and craft into their... A lot of love and care into their movies, I think. Yeah. But yeah, it's, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I, so if you were to recommend, let's say... I guess... What, what would you give a, a score to this movie? With it? Let's say out of 10. Out of 10, I'd give it a 9.8. Okay. It, was, it was pretty solid. I, I'd go between, between 9, 9, and 9.5. Nine and yeah. I, I and Infinity War, I probably just do the same thing for sure. It's I'm looking forward to seeing this a, a second time here, probably in about oh, 15 minutes with my wife. I just I got I gotta run here, folks. So I'm looking forward to seeing a little bit more. Um, and yeah, look yeah. for Howard the Duck. Yeah, and look for Howard the Duck. So I'm gonna see what I try to see whatever else I missed in the movie the first time. So yeah, if you guys get the chance, go see it. Hopefully you saw it before listening to this because we talked about pretty much just about everything. So yeah, you know, spoiler. If you didn't, well, sucks to be you, I guess. Then. <laughs> All right, folks, we will be back next week. And maybe next time Pete will figure out what the fuck he's doing. So, Anthony, it's been fun. So we will see you guys next week. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs>